Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 625. The scavenging continued throughout the day. Martin took a good number of arrows and all the bowstrings he could find. Then, after checking to see no one wanted any of them, he decided to take the four long bows that had survived the lightning. They made an awkward bundle, but he claimed they'd be worth a heavy penny when he sold them in Crossan. Dayton grabbed a pair of boots and an armored vest nicer than the one he was wearing. He also laid claim to a deck of cards and set of ivory dice. Hesby took a slender set of shepherd's pipes and tucked almost a dozen knives into the bottom of her pack with the hope of selling them later. Even Tempe found some things he fancied, a whetstone, a brass salt box, and a pair of linen pants he took down to the seam and dyed a familiar blood red. I took less than the rest of them, a small knife to replace the one I'd broken, and a small shaving razor with a horn handle. I didn't need to shave that often, but I'd gotten into the habit while in the mayor's court. I might have followed Hesby's example and taken a few knives as well, but my travel sack was already unpleasantly heavy with the weight of the mare's lockbox. This may seem a little ghoulish, but it is simply the way of the world. Looters became looted, while time and tide make us mercenaries all. And that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Joanna. And the reanimated sludge that was once Jeremy has yet to make an appearance. Uh, we alluded to this a little earlier, but this is very much the scene uh, in a D&D game after you finish the combat encounter where you uh, loot the bodies and divide up the spoils. Uh, it's very uh, generous of Martin to ask around before he takes the four longbows, which probably are like the most valuable items that, that we've got here. Uh, he gathers up all the bowstrings because he probably goes through bowstrings pretty quickly. He's probably going to use them. Uh, and then we learn something about Dayton, who, you know, he wants a, nice, a new pair of boots and an armored vest. And we know that his vest is is made of patchwork, so he's always upgrading it or, or swapping it out. He also takes uh, some uh, gambling equipment, dice and a deck of cards. Whereas Hespi... Uh, she takes she gets a musical instrument. Hespi takes something that is uh, a little bit uh, soulful, I guess, like speaks to character, and then some knives, uh, supposedly to sell them. Uh, she says the hope of selling them later. I wonder if she's not just like bedecked with knives at all times. I feel like it's... and even Tempe gets some stuff. Oh yeah, sorry. I feel like it's like appropriate that that Hespi have the the juxtaposition of like. Pipes and knives. It just, it feels like it fits her really well for some reason. Like something that's like quiet and interesting. Like I feel like pipes are not terribly loud as far as instruments go. Yeah. And, and then like yeah. just a whole bunch of knives, which is something ex- like very dangerous, which feels like a Hespy thing. So I like, I like that kind of juxtaposition. But I also think it's interesting that she's going to, or, or that we're told that she's going to sell them because that appears to be something that no one else is doing. No one else appears to be collecting something to sell it. Oh, no, wait, Martin wants the boat. Mm-hmm. No, 
he says that they're going to be sold for yeah. a penny. But they'll be worth something. Narrator Kvothe tells us that she's going to sell the knives. He doesn't say what she said, if she said she was going to sell the knives, or if uh, if he just assumes she is. Yeah. And this whole chapter has sort of been, since we're going to talk about that in a minute anyway, it's sort of broken up into like a little bit of character, some looting, and then a little bit more like character stuff, and then some looting. <laughs> Well, the looting builds character. <laughs> yes, yes, I guess that is what's because uh, that's kind of what occurred last page was that the the attempt to to loot the correct sword led to character building. Mm-hmm. So he should have just uh, been like Hespian instead of trying to pick a sword, just take them all. <laughs> Although he did expressly say <laughs> the whole "not a lot of space" thing. I'm also thinking about yeah, this how- is a real problem in uh, in The Witcher. Uh, in The Witcher 1, when uh, you can only carry as many swords as you have, like, like hoops on your belt, essentially. So you uh, actually can't, even though swords are, like, the most valuable items you can loot, you really can't carry that many. You end up leaving them behind a lot. It's oh. really very sad. All those, all those lonely swords. Yeah. How many swords can you carry? So, so how many loops on your belt do you have in The Witcher? Just the two? So uh, you you have the two slots on your back for the silver sword for monsters and the steel sword for humans. And then uh, you can carry two more swords on your hip. So generally you want to keep your two best swords. You're not selling them and those go on your back. And then you have your two hips and that's where you would carry like any other weapons that you had that you wanted to sell. Or, okay, wait, or, is it two swords um, on the same hip or is it one sword on each hip? One sword on each hip. Okay, I'm just imagining someone walking around like that, and they would kind of look like like a like a fish with really skinny fins, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's another reason them. not to do it in The Witcher One because you look really goofy when you uh, when you have extra swords on. I I think that anyway, I think we can all agree that's the reason that uh, that Quoth only takes the one sword; he doesn't load up on them. Yes, swords heavy. A fish. Yeah. Also doesn't want to look like a fish. Definitely. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Uh, I'm ready for my note if you are. Well, what's your note? Uh, my note is that it's the end of a chapter. And this chapter was called Mercenaries All, which makes sense because that's the last two words in the chapter. Because looters become looted while time and tide make mercenaries all. Make us mercenaries all. Indeed. I think the implication here is that, you know, all of the soldiers that they killed, they probably at one point looted this stuff. Uh, And the idea is that if our heroes are ever killed, their stuff may in turn be looted. And this is kind of the life that these people can expect to live. Indeed. Also, the, the time and tide makes us mercenaries all reminds me of... The saying that uh, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that originated in The Dark Knight. There is a real world. Uh, yeah, whatever saying, the ri- original idiom tide, is. Time and tide wait for no man is the original, is the, the real world uh, aphorism. Oh, okay. I'm glad you remember that was from The Dark Knight. I didn't remember where I got that from. <laughs> <laughs> it was just in my brain floating around yeah well it's extremely memeable so it show i know you're very online jordana so oh yes i am so online encountered it online yeah 
It's not like I re- rely on almost strictly you and Jeremy for literally all my memes. No, exactly. No, I would not already like that. that. You're you're constantly trawling the deepest depths of the dark web, Indeed. looking for the dankest of memes, yes. the most fried of memes, yes, the based, the most based meme, bastest. <laughs> They've been basted. <laughs> I forget what base means again. Don't tell <laughs> me. I'm going to get basted in the juices of the dark web. That's how they get baked. Because we're all turkeys. That's right. By going on the internet, <laughs> okay, wait you a minute. A wait a minute. Is is baked a meme thing, and and basted is a meme thing, but turkeys is not. How is that? How is that possible? I'm pretty sure I'm confusing baked with fried. Uh, you get fried memes. I don't think you get baked memes. Whatever. You can fry a turkey. <laughs> it's happened. That's true. That's true. All right, Jordana. Well, we have to be the change. So from now on, a consumer of memes is a turkey. Is that what we're proposing? Yes, that sounds good. Because right, time and time we'll makes, makes turkeys. turkeys of us all. That's right. Time meme. <laughs> <laughs> memes make turkeys of us all. We'll catch you turkeys tomorrow for another page. Um, the wins. Win.